1: My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll show us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. She makes it sound good every day, with the exception of Wednesday, which, which wasn't her fault. Tuesday. Which wasn't her fault. <laughs>
0: Eh, a, there's a portion of it that she's a, was. She's a dork, she's
1: the dork, she's actually a pickle.
0: Yeah. Do you want to uh, explain why we
1: didn't have a show yesterday?
0: Yeah, I put it on Twitter, but for anybody who didn't see, so we recorded that show on Tuesday. I think that most of y'all had known that portion of it, um, but while we were setting it up before we recorded it at three, old girl just completely shut down and lost Everything. So when that happens, I have to go back in and open up like a whole other file. It's a long, long process. But the point of the matter is the soundboard stays physically connected, Mm -hmm. but um, technologically speaking, it doesn't automatically connect. So the soundboard was not connected. So we could hear each other the whole time and I could hear us in the headsets, but you can't hear it on the system. So that's what happened.
1: It is what it is. It's and, dumb that you, you know, have to manually connect connected. Uh, I don't disagree with you. But anyway, today is Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. It is 200... Oh, I just had this up, and then I opened up something else. You're a dumb-dumb, Greg. 273 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to former Ranger great Jim Anderson. Episode 1545. On today's show, folks, Matt Stepp talked with... <clears throat> Amarillo head coach Chad Dunham So we'll hear All the things That are going on There in the panhandle uh, From the head Sandy I I've said this before I know I'm a broken record They're the Sandys And I get it Mm -hmm. I prefer Golden Sandstorm That's fair like, that's the collective. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Like, it's like, the, it's like the, uh, um, uh, the Miami... No, Miami's the Hurricanes. Uh, Tulsa's the Golden Hurricane, mm-hmm. right? So one player is not a Golden Hurricane. I guess, theoretically, one player's a Golden Hurricane. But then, like, collectively, they're still... the go- They form a Golden Hurricane. Uh, but I like the singular, like, that's fair. non-S. There's only a handful That's a
0: lot more letters. Yeah. Like, that's hard to put on a jersey like fighting Irish.
1: or fighting on Irish. a
0: shirt or I'm
1: trying to think of other ones that hi. Um I'm trying to think of other uh colleges that don't end in S. Um Syracuse Orange or Orange Men. Um fighting a line eye. Uh, golden Hurricane, Cardinal, Stanford. Anyway, all that's to say, we'll hear from Chad Dunham of Merlo coming up here at the back half. Of the they show. have to
0: keep uh, whatever they change it to if they ever do. They have to keep the actual logo though because yes. the little golden tornado. Yes, stands for that the guy you are is right. amazing.
1: That you are absolutely right. Uh, and then, but before that, we're going to have some uh, some dumb Thursday where we're going to co- talk about Thursday. the uh, the the once in future. Football league, the XFL and what we should be really paying attention to. So we'll have that coming up here in just a moment. Do we have first four through the door?
0: We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Mad McSpad Mad wow. Matt McSpadden. Sorry, Matt. Um, Ed McElroy and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome
1: in friends. We appreciate you spending a little bit of your Thursday with us. It's uh it's is this the last Thursday of February? It is. We're done with Thursday, February. Yeah, because
0: it's, is next year a leap year?
1: Uh, yeah. I think so.
0: I think next year is a leap year. Yeah, that
1: sounds right. 2024
0: would make sense. That sounds right. I think it's, yeah. I'm going to say confidently, yes. It's multiplies multiplies by four like 2004 2008 2012
1: Was 2020 uh, the leap year i think so so much happened right after yeah because, the, uh, the, the leap year yeah. that I, that's that's the least of my memories but Because of course we
0: would get an extra day of the hell year
1: <laughs> yeah exactly right <clears throat> all right pickle it's thursday here in the off season and on thursday we like to celebrate dumb thursday dumb thursday
0: texas football
1: today is proud to present Dumb Thursday. It's dumb Thursday. Here on Texas football today. And what we're gonna talk about is uh the XFL. Did you watch any of the XFL last week? No. Okay. I was working. um even though there are three three Texas teams.
0: I did see that San Antonio had about twenty two thousand fans, mm-hmm. which over doubled every other XFL mm-hmm. fan base. Yeah of the entire nation yes
1: um san antonio houston and arlington all have teams and so you know if if, if that's your thing if you're looking for if, if you just are jonesing for some football you can watch it and there's a fair number of guys that uh, that that you will recognize for example um i watched uh i think at, i think it's the las vegas quarterback is luis perez our oh, friend nice. from AM commerce um so you will you will see some guys and then i saw oh golly Quentin Dormity, the former Bernie quarterback, was out there uh, slinging it for one of the teams as well. So, uh, if you want to if want to lock in, get a little football in your life, XFL, you can do worse than that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's also a good way to go see a football game live yeah. in person that if you have yeah. kids or you know and you can't afford mm-hmm. to go to a, a Cowboys game or a Texans I
1: game I would imagine I haven't I checked. think anybody
0: can afford to go to a Texans game. I think tickets are like a buck, but that's besides the point. I think
1: they pay you to go. To yeah. Texas
0: <laughs> <at this point. laughs> that's um, the one random case. Yeah.
1: I mean it, you I mean there is a cost. There- <laughs> um but I want to talk about the XFL and what they're doing differently. So this is – I'm old enough to remember XFL 1. Oh, my. Uh, back in uh, 2001, I want to say. 2000, 2001, um, which was a, uh, a pretty calamitous disaster. Um, and there's actually – there's a great documentary that ESPN put together about it uh, called This Was the XFL um, that kind of talked a, a lot like – They talked to all the people involved. It was a Vince McMahon joint. um, And it was really like, not to get too far into it. Professional wrestling was super hot then. Mm -hmm. Super hot. And so they tried to like mesh professional wrestling and football. And like, it just didn't work.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like over the top promotional type stuff like wrestling would work well with a football community. It was just, it
1: was like. And because and, I just think for me this is me, I think wrestling fans don't want football in their wrestling, and football fans don't want wrestling in yes, their football. That's it's like well just keep them separate. They're both great. Like we can just be doing different. We can anyway. enjoy them separately. <laughs> so they brought it back in 2020, um, and it seemed like it was going okay in 2020 until COVID happened, and it 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 just killed the league. Right, like they got. I want to say three or four games in and yeah. then everything shut down. And
0: it was really successful those first was, couple of games. It was there's pretty There was a lot of
1: buzz. There was, it was, I think there's, and part of it I think was certainly that like everyone was expecting it to just face plan again. Yeah. And so the expectations were really low and so mm-hmm. when it was pretty good I think they are like, oh
0: hey look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, they also went in with a massive budget. Like, that helped, too. They had a ton
1: of money, and then basically, when they stopped playing games, like, they went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So, if you didn't know, uh, The Rock, to bring it full circle to, to, to wrestling again. I love uh, him. Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. is a co-owner of the uh, of the XFL. Mm-hmm.
0: Who's the lady? The lady's oh, the I've other. I've seen her a lot. Um, I can't
1: remember I will look what the name up. Is. The... But they are doing one of the things that I think is is interesting. So, so needless to say, Patrick Mahomes is not playing in the XFL. What? Right. And so, if there's 52 man rosters across the across the NFL, and there's 32 teams, right? And this is not counting practice squad guys who who are known to that. That means that at best, you are not going to get the top 1,664 football players, professional football players. It's right? a lot, right? So you're we're, we're talking. Let, let's be real about the the the, the quality of player. Mm-hmm. This is, in in my opinion, I'm not trying to be rude. It's pretty clearly, just second tier football. Yeah. You know what I mean? Second tier professional football. Just because you know the best players are playing in the NFL. But that doesn't mean it's not fun. And I think that one of the things that they've done well is that they've said we are going to use the XFL as a way to try things. Yeah. We're going to try to be different. We're going to try to innovate. And I think the NFL in college football and maybe high school football would be they would be well intentioned to pay attention to the XFL and some of the things that they're doing because I think that they feel like, "Hey, you know what? The stakes are a little bit lower because the money is not as high. Mm-hmm. So we can try things. And if it doesn't work, then we can kill it for next year or something mm-hmm. like that. And so there are four in particular things that I want to talk about that I think that I want to kick around as to whether or not the, uh, the it should be implemented in other forms of football. Okay? Okay. First of all, let's talk about the overtime rules. Are you familiar with the XFL overtime I am not. Okay. The XFL overtime rules are essentially NHL shootouts. Ooh. Okay? So what it is is that you get three two-point conversion attempts at the, at the five-yard line. Mm-hmm. Five-yard line. You get three two-point conversion attempts alternating back and forth. Right. Just like if you've ever seen an NHL shootout, yeah. you've got three shooters mm-hmm. and then at the end of the three shooters, whoever has the most goals wins the shootout mm-hmm. and wins the game. Same thing there. You alternate back and forth on two point conversions. After that, then it goes. You alternate single possessions.
0: I like that. It's it's interesting because how I long think, does that usually? T- well, I mean, I so guess we don't know.
1: So it's three. It's three. Um,
0: but like I'm talking like actual time. Like how many? That's a good question. How long? Because that's one of those things. It's like we're already my, talking about short, like shortening guess,
1: college football. I'll say this. I bet it is shorter than the. Classic college football overtime.
0: Right. Yeah. No. And I would think so too. I would be interested to know. I don't know how much time in between. I don't know how many times in
1: Houston. Yeah. May not how many
0: it. times have? Yeah. Or how much time is there? A minute in between each one that you have to be set up and ready to go by the time. My you guess know? is.
1: My guess is that. Two um, minutes. They run the run the play right. Mm-hmm. They go and they spot the ball, and then the play clock starts. Yes. Forty seconds for the other teams to get to get out there and get set for the other ones. That'll be my guess. Yeah, and that'll make it go much quicker. I bet that goes much quicker. But yeah,
0: if they're giving like two minutes in between each uh, one, that's going to extend that time out so a lot. So really,
1: what it does, I think that you know, essentially what you're doing is you are taking the third overtime of college football which is just a two point conversion Mm -hmm. and you're making the whole plane out of it but you're making it not sudden death yes you're making it you know essentially if you get two I bet I imagine if you get two out of three you probably feel like you're gonna win Mm -hmm. right so I don't know I think it's interesting yeah Um, I think it's worth exploring because I know that everyone hates the NFL college like the the NFL cannot win on their overtime rules no they can't no like every time they tried to change it
0: it's a nightmare.
1: Everyone complains. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think they should really consider that. I think it's interesting. All right. So, now, now, let's talk about three-point tries and extra points. Okay, let's talk about extra points. Okay. So, they don't let you kick extra points. There's no kicking extra points. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: that loses 32 different positions in the NFL.
1: That's one. <laughs> well, no, they, uh, they still kick off and stuff. We'll get the kickoffs yeah. here in a moment.
0: Yeah, but I mean, sometimes that's different.
1: There's no extra points. There are field goals, but there's, okay. no, there's no extra points. That If you score, you can either go for one, two, or three.
0: Okay. okay.
1: If you go for one, you go from the two-yard line, which is the standard two-point conversion mm-hmm. in the NFL. If you go for two, you're at the five-yard line you go for three you're at the 10 yard line i love it uh, it does seem strange to me that in like so in the, the nba has the three-point shot right mm-hmm. it does seem strange to me that like there's only the like, one way to get a yeah uh, a field goal like, yeah that's it's that's like the the two like like they're they're football scoring is relatively limited mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like as far as like the ways that you can score i don't know
0: i, I wonder if they could make it to where if you are in
1: i think it I opens know. the game up certainly the, the the ability to go for three and so if you're down nine yeah it's a one score game
0: mm-hmm.
1: right it, yeah. theoretically it's a one score game if you're down 18 it's a two score game right i mm-hmm. mean those, it's funny
0: i wonder are. if they could do a uh, i mean i guess you could you could just choose uh, that would be dumb i was going to say like in the going a step further like not just counting this as an extra point opportunity mm-hmm. but i wonder if you could extend the nfl thing to if you're anywhere outside the 10 yard line you have to kick a field goal if you want to go for it yeah. or if you're inside the 10 yard line you could opt to do like an extra play like get a fifth down basically yeah. to go for three now everyone at that point
1: would yeah. Kick it,
0: but it would it's be interesting. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
1: know. Um, I don't know. The, the, the tiered extra point thing is, is certainly very it's interesting. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Because I also think we should get kicking out of. Um, you hate kickers. I, I don't hate kickers. You hate I just kickers. Like,
0: Greg Tepper hates kickers. I don't hate kickers.
1: I just feel like people don't watch football for kicking.
0: <laughs> I just feel like we shouldn't have kickers. I don't hate saying. them. I just feel like we I'm shouldn't saying. have them.
1: Not <laughs> not what I'm saying.
0: I love kickers.
1: The double forward pass. All right. You can throw... So um, let's say we're playing in the NFL or or high school football or anywhere. Okay. And I'm the quarterback. You're the running back. And you flare out to the... Where I'm the shotgun. You flare out to the right. Mm-hmm. You're two yards in front of me, but you're still behind the last scrimmage. I complete the pass to you. Mm-hmm. That's a forward pass. Yeah. Right? You then have to run. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you can't... Yeah. You, you can't, can
0: throw it backwards.
1: You can throw it backwards, but, but you, can't, you cannot you not throw, throw forwards. Or laterally. The XFL says... You can throw two forward passes on one play if the first one is completed behind the line of scrimmage. Oh. So okay. essentially, like I could throw a little swing pass to you. Yeah. If you're behind the line of scrimmage, or like a screen to you. Yep. Yeah, a screen would work. And then you could throw it again. Yep. I don't that's a little too yeah, I don't like kitschy that. for me. Yeah. It's a little too kind of wild. But I love the I love the, the innovative nature of it there's a it's gonna have it's gonna work once oh yeah and people are gonna be like whoa you know what I mean
0: yeah the times that that would go that that would be a massive help would be at the end of game scramble play yeah when they're just throwing the ball to everybody right and then other than that it's like trying to you know how much pressure that puts on the refs to argue like, oh, yeah, no, his left toe was in front. Like, that right. would work for NFL. But it's like we don't have time to see where his toe was every single time in college football.
1: Right. Um, so, yeah, I am, I am, I am very interested in, in, seeing, in, in seeing how that works out. Okay. That, there's two more I want to talk about. I, I told you three. I lied. I mean, I mean four.
0: You said four. No,
1: I'm sorry. I, I, told, I told you four. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about five. Ah. Okay. Now, this is something that they carried over from 2020. And I'm going to p- try to pop it on the screen here. Okay.
0: Wow. I wanna talk about I wanna talk <laughs> the about, Irish countryside.
1: Yeah, I know. I wanna talk about kickoffs. Okay. Okay. I wanna talk about the kickoffs because I think we all agree let's see, I'm gonna pause that. I think we all like the like the, the, the NFL is trying to uh, make kickoffs safer because they are they're relatively dangerous. Okay? They're trying to make kickoffs safer. But the way they've done that is basically by making it so that you kick off at the, at the 35. 35, I think it is. And so it's, it's, it's I mean, the touchback has got to be astronomical. The yeah. number of the touchbacks. Basically, th- they want to limit the amount of returns. The XFL wants to maximize the amount of returns by making, but they want to make it safer. So here's what's happening, okay? He's kicking off from the 30. His blockers are up here. On the opposing 35, mm-hmm. and the return guys can line up at the 30. So watch what happens here. Okay, he's going to kick it. Now that's wild to see, right? Yeah. But essentially, what you're doing is you are eliminating the amount of, and this ends up being a touchdown. That's why there's a highlight of it. Um, but they, you are essentially you're giving them a chance to return it. But you are limiting the amount of high velocity. Yeah, because they couldn't.
0: Those both of the lines couldn't go. No, you're only only
1: five yards apart. Until he caught it, and then whenever he catches it, then you can go.
0: So I guess it's still. I mean, as a lot of people are going to say, okay, well, if the punt returner fumbles the ball, that takes the advantage away from the defense. Basically, you're guaranteeing more often than not that the that they're going to. actually catch the ball they're
1: gonna ret- oh yeah they're gonna catch it on the kickoff because that's yeah. a kickoff not a punch it's, just, it's
0: a guaranteed possession that i think that that's what people would have an issue with i mean they can still fumble it. they can fumble it Do but you know yeah I mean? it's like so every once in a blue moon that could happen but it i just- think
1: i i love that yeah. i love that because it because the returns are exciting i think they've, they've identified that that people like when there's returns mm-hmm. but they are they can be dangerous yeah And so, but, and the way that they're dangerous is that you've got a guy running from the 35 and he's colliding with a guy who's who's also running from the other 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're, they're colliding, right? Well, yeah.
0: Or at the, or at the times where they don't call fair catch and this massive burly guy is coming down and the guy basically just caught it. I mean, you're getting lit up.
1: Right. I think that's great. One more I want to talk about. It's onside kicks. Okay. One more I want to talk about onside kicks. So onside kick we're all familiar with it the the nfl i mean there if you you didn't know about five years ago the nfl instituted of some rule changes that you can't that you can only have x number of guys on one side of the ball on a kickoff that basically again for safety reasons because people were getting their blocks knocked off Mm -hmm. on onside kicks that they cannot um that you that that and it's essentially made so that the uh the onside kick is the recovery rates have fallen precipitously yeah So, in the fourth quarter only, in the XFL, you can try to convert a 4th and 15. And if you convert a 4th and 15, you get the ball. All right. It can be make it, take it, basically. So,
0: Uh, is that, if, I guess, okay, it's, they instantly go wherever your last down was?
1: So, the, uh, the... Uh, the onside kicks, um, so uh, you will, let's see, uh, they will uh, be, so the success rate of the onside kick is only thir- 12 to 13%, right? So you try it from your own 25-yard line, okay? Try it from your own 25-yard line. If you do not get it, if you do not get it, then, so yeah, sorry that- about you, they get the ball at the 25, Okay. right? So it's a big risk, but right. if you get it, then you get the ball at 40. Right? And you've got and you and you maintain possession. Okay. Right? That I think is So it doesn't matter where you are on
0: the field, no. they place you, you there start, and you say start you start just have to get yeah. fifteen yards. You get it from
1: the twenty-five and you um and you can and you can, can maintain possession there. Okay. Here's an interesting rule. Here's an interesting little thought about this. Because this is another carryover from the um from XFL twenty twenty. This actually went in front of the NFL board owners for a vote. This idea, the idea of instead of a non-side kick, you can try to convert a fourth and fifteen. And if you do it, then you get the ball, and if not, then they get the ball up to twenty-five. Yeah. But it didn't get enough votes, so it's cert- the NFL is paying attention to these things. And I think they should. I think it's. I think it's. It is. Football is great. We can always make it better mm-hmm. and i appreciate people who are trying to innovate
0: yeah well and that's the other thing like for the nfl they should just be overjoyed about this because they don't have to like oh. go out on a whim saying no we really think no. this is gonna work and then it's clear that it doesn't I or mean, or it's like no we're too scared to try that we're not going to do it and then it could have been the greatest idea of all time i'm
1: sure there are business reasons why they don't do this No, yeah i'm sure there are but I'm of the belief that the NFL really does need like a farm system. Mm-hmm. It really does need like a, um, like a, like a, a G League, mm-hmm. essentially. And this can be the G League. Because, and same thing in the minor leagues, in baseball, That's they've tried robot umps. Mm-hmm. They've tried all the different things. They, tr- they, they test them out there before bringing them to Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. For example, to get into baseball for a moment, one thing you'll, you may notice this year is that the bases are going to be slightly bigger. This year, they're going to be slightly bigger, about three inches bigger, uh, I think, on a, on on each on each side. That has been tried in the minor leagues. The pitch clock, which is now in Major League Baseball, was tried in the mm-hmm. minor leagues. I think the I think the NFL would be smart to consider what the XFL is doing, and and, and I'm not saying make them an official, like, you know, feeder league, mm-hmm. but like there's a lot of value in having something
0: like. Well, I also just think from a I guess I think from a marketing perspective a lot, but like that's a really good way to grow fans. Exceptionally good way. Yeah, because at that point, you're either going to follow a couple of the players that do end up making it into the big leagues, or you're going to expose young kids to how fun it is to go to games and have all of that marketing side of stuff. I think it's a great idea.
1: Okay, so there you go. There is your um, look at Dumb Thursday, what other leagues can (laughs) learn from the XFL. We're Texas Football Tonight. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Campbell's, Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. A lot of good stuff up there on TexasFootball.com for subscribers, including the latest episode of Tep and Step, so make sure you check that out. Now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Mm-hmm.
0: Reach out to us today at info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW.
1: Pickle Matt Step recently caught up with the head coach of the Amarillo Golden Sandstorm, Coach Chad Dunham. Uh, here is Matt Stepp's conversation with Chad Dunham of Amarillo here on Texas Football Today.
2: Matt, step Dave Campbell's Texas football backer at the South Plains Coaches Clinic. Here with the head coach of the Amarillo Sandies, Coach Chad Dunham. Coach, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us today.
3: Uh-huh, Matt, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you being here.
2: So, so you know, I always call you guys the Sandies, but I also know you go go by the Golden Sandstorm. Is there a is there a preference in Amarillo High? Uh, which one y'all go by?
3: You know, me, I prefer the Golden Sandstorm. Okay. I really do, and I think uh, you know we 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 refer to that in our football program. But I think uh, a lot of us in our athletic program. Are first the golden sandstorm okay, it's okay. it's just uh i don't know it's a little bit more official i like it
2: okay. well i have to keep that in mind next year in the magazine i think i think i put sandys in the magazine last yeah, year so we may
3: sandys we're yeah. golden sandstorm we're both but okay. but i just prefer golden sandstorm okay.
2: well coach first off let's talk about the clinic a little bit um obviously uh you know you're not too far down the road just yeah. this a short trip down i-27 uh to come down here to Lubbock. how nice is it to have a clinic like this with so many great speakers just a hop skip and a jump away from Amarillo.
3: oh it's awesome i you know I, the thing about it this clinic. It's been around for a long time and it kind of lost its firepower a little bit, you know, uh, five or five or so years ago. And and just the work that's gone into it of bringing it back with you know Billy Robbins and Coach Darden and those guys working hard at getting this clinic going again. Uh, I think people would be surprised just the just the level of uh, you know knowledge and experience that we have in our speakers. We've got a great lineup and uh, it's been really good. Yesterday was really good and our speakers are good right now. So I'm enjoying it.
2: Are you uh, drawing out any? Plans?
3: on napkins or anything yet you got your, got your pan ready no doubt we you know that's the thing about it what's good about these things is you get uh, you know everybody speaks on a on, on a certain topic and it's always good to hear the way you know their terminology and the way they coach it and the way they teach it but what's what's even more so uh, enjoyable about clinics is once the speakers are over everybody sits around in a, in, in a room and you know it's kind of a little less formal yeah. and off the cuff a little bit talking about football and and that's really the neat thing
2: all right coach and we talk about your ball club this year, and uh, I've talked to several coaches in your district here at the clinic. All of them are here basically, yes, sir. and the common theme about your district 2-5-A Division One, is just how how tough it is, week in and week out, top to bottom. Um, you guys were able to get into the playoffs last year, but it's, it's a grind every week in that district. How how much do you feel like your district prepares you guys for the playoffs? Because, I mean, it's it's tough.
3: No doubt, it is. I think, uh, you know, first of all, I don't think there's a weak spot in our district. I mean, everybody is, is competitive, and you better show up and bring your A game every Single week, or you're or you or you're not going to be successful. Uh, really well coached, uh, a lot of talent in our district. If you look uh, from 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 top to, top to bottom, week to week, you've got uh, you've got to show up and you got to play and you got to prepare well. So, and I do, I do think it prepares us for the playoffs. You know, there's kind of we look at it a couple of ways. We try to get a non-district schedule that's very competitive, that that will prepare us for our district race and also prepares for the playoffs. And I think our non-district schedule, along with our district schedule, if you can survive and stay healthy, you're going to have a chance to play well in the playoffs. All right, Coach, when we look at your ball
2: club here heading into 2023, still a long way away, a lot a lot of work no still doubt. to be done. But yeah. just when you look at your team, you know, what you got coming back and maybe some guys you lost due to graduation, what are some areas where you're bringing some experience back and some areas where, hey, we're, we're going to be young, we need some guys to, to grow up here in the offseason?
3: Yeah, you know, it starts, I think, when you, when you look at it, we lost our quarterback, uh, Mason Graham, really good quarterback, going to go on to uh, New Mexico State. And uh, play there for those guys, and uh, so replacing him is going to be a task. But uh, we had a kid who worked in this past season, got some reps, and got to play for us in two different areas. He, he we had safety uh, safety get hurt early in the year, and uh, he. So Will Flaming, uh, who will be our quarterback this next year, stepped in and played safety for us the majority of the year. And then, uh, you know, there's some times where we want to get a little bit more quarterback run game going, so we'd utilize Will in those situations. And and Mason got a shoulder dinged up just a little bit, so Will has some experience, but we're excited about him and what he's going to bring to the table. Um, Areas where, offensively, where we're going to have to, you know, replace. We, we lost a senior core of receivers. You know, they were every one of our receivers, I mean, one of them, Jameson Garcia. Yeah, I'm, I remember him. He was great at 7-on-7. Seven seven. No doubt. He's yeah. been a player for three years, been a starter for us for three years, and uh, our leading receiver um, set school record in receptions and, and yards. So um, Jameson's going to be a tough one to, to replace. He's going on to uh, Incarnate Word and going to play football there in San Antonio. So, we've got some young guys that that were backups, and they've got to step up and grow up. And then we've got to develop an offensive line. I think everybody's in that that situation where uh, offensive lines are concern, you know. And right now we don't know exactly who they are, but but we've got a group of kids that are working really hard to be that group. And I think once football season comes, we'll have we'll have a group, you know, settled in there that we believe in, and we're going to go play with, and that'll get better from week to week.
2: Never had a football coach tell me you could have too many offensive and defensive linemen, right? Oh no. Never,
3: no that's the right. thing about it, you know, like, uh, you know, I think we all, in, in, any time you go talk to a coach, you, you know, they're like, man, we've got to find some linemen. We've got to find some linemen. We'll, we're all looking at trying to find linemen and, and create linemen. So, um, you know, the good thing about it is they don't have to be a – we're, we're, we're playing high school football, you know. Um, they don't have to be 6'6", you know, 300 pounds. They can they can be a kid that will get after it and play hard, and we, and we can be successful with them. But they're 6'6", 300, you'll take them, right? I'll take them. I'll take them. Anybody <laughs> wanting to move over there to Amarillo? Yeah. Six six three hundred. I'll take him. So, well,
2: Coach. Uh, final question for you. Obviously, I, I love coming. To Am- I come to Amarillo basically every year in the first round of the playoffs. It yeah. seems like a lot of good places to eat in Amarillo. When it comes to breakfast, love going to the Donut Stop. But I think you got a couple of uh, you got a couple of suggestions for me. Uh, you know, if I want to expand
3: my breakfast horizons there in Amarillo. No doubt, I'm a breakfast guy, so I I, uh, I can't go without it okay. from day to day. So, um, right there by our place, right by Amarillo High School, there's this place called the Bagel Place, okay. and obviously, you can get any type of bagel you'd want. But I'm a breakfast burrito guy. Same. I'm telling you, they got they've got a real deal burrito. It, it's one guy can't eat it. it it's gonna it, it'll take two or three of you. You can split it up and it's it's awesome. And then right across the street from Amarillo High is a really good place, Huds, which is a local restaurant that has a really good burrito. You okay. got to try that one out.
2: What are you? Do, are you one of those guys who gets everything on the burrito? You you want it all, or you uh, have a Andy. yeah I, I, sausage, bacon,
3: potatoes, the, yeah. potatoes, and then you got to add those green chilies. Oh yeah, no, like, no doubt. Good. Go.
2: Well, Coach, appreciate your time. Congrats on a great 2022 season. Good luck in 2023, and uh, we appreciate what you do for student athletes here in Texas.
3: Uh uh-huh, Matt. We appreciate you. Thank you. There he is, Chad Dunham,
1: head coach of the Amarillo Golden Sandstorm
3: here on Texas Football today. Appreciate his time,
1: as always, at the South Plains Clinic. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment
0: Final Thoughts. Uh, coming up at two o'clock today, women talking. Oh, you guys football. are still doing that. The women are back.
1: The women are back, and guess um, what they're doing? Talking. <laughs> they're talking football. This
0: is this is true. Uh, we're going to be joined by Jenny Netherland, who is the superintendent oh. for Granger ISD. But she actually, um, on you know, in all of her free time that she has, being a superintendent, uh, does uh, she is a consultant for isds all across mm-hmm. texas when it comes to hiring their football coaches so yeah. super really super in interesting uh, to hear from her so we're very excited about that and then we're going to talk some uh, girls basketball too But what all we right got there. coming up so cool. two o'clock wherever you're watching this we'll see you
1: wtf coming up here at two o'clock it's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Campbells and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Chad Dunham of Amarillo for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow for Help Behind a Mailbag Friday on Texas Football Today.